Welcome to Activations with JJ, Ascension School, Part 4. Hello, and thank you so much for joining me again to co-create for these Ascension School episodes. If you're new to this series, it's one I'm really excited about. I am a student at heart. I love to learn. And so what I decided to do was use channeling, investigating different resources, and answering a lot of the questions that my clients often ask me. Sometimes they're simple questions, sometimes they're complex. And I just like to provide you with information. Obviously, you have your discernment to be able to sift through. But I like to provide ideas and concepts because even as I channel, my guides tell me that it's important for me to read and have a foundation for what, with which they can work through. In other words, if I don't even have a basic knowledge and vocabulary of certain things, it's very hard for them to get concepts through to me. So as you learn, you discern, but you also have a foundation and spirit can work with you more to fine tune the knowledge that you have. That's what I hope you can do with these episodes. I'm going to provide a few resources for you. There are a lot out there. If you look up some of these topics, lots of people have channeled information. I am by no means the only one who has but I hope I can deliver it to you in a way that is understandable and with an energy of not just like authority, like I'm going to teach you everything you need to know, but more just one of curiosity and exploration and expansion as we co-create together. This week, I'm super excited. We're going to be talking about the Galactic Federation, also known as the Galactic Confederation or the Galactic Federation of Light. Before we head into that, I do want to make sure you know there are some time-sensitive things that I'm going to talk about here. If you're listening to this after the fact, you can fast forward to the other part. But as I'm recording this and as I publish this, just the, the time frame that we're in, it's right before the change over to the new year 2022. And I am really, really excited about some things I have coming up. So what I'm doing for the new year, I feel a lot of energy regarding timeline shifts and manifesting. So I have some themes I'm going to talk about in a 2022 energy forecast that I'll be publishing later. But I want to let you know that I have some one-on-one -on -one sessions open for you to do a personal timeline shift and manifestation for 2022. What we'll do is we'll sit down for 45 minutes I'll take you through the timeline shift, and then we will literally go to the void. I've talked about going to the void before in a previous episode, and we will manifest what your year is going to be for you. You will get a recording of this, and then you will listen to it, which is always really helpful as you're manifesting. And when you've stepped into that new timeline, you'll be able to really have the things that you're desiring. What came to me, what Spirit told me was, you need to let people know that they're missing a step when they manifest most of the time. Most of the time we're manifesting in a timeline that's kind of a loop for us. So if we're manifesting something way out of the energy of what we've been in, we have to switch into a timeline that is conducive to the energy of what we want to manifest. And that is what these one-on-one -on -one sessions are going to be for. So the second thing that I cannot tell you how, how excited I am for this one. I'm like, I'm so excited about so many things. But this one is a January 1st, 2022, extremely special gathering, a group 
Zoom gathering for 22 people who feel called to connect with the Galactic Federation. Obviously, the organization we're going to talk about today. So if you clicked on this video, chances are you're attracted to learn about the Galactic Federation. It resonates with you. And you might even be a member of the Galactic Federation, but not know it consciously. So that's kind of a fun thing to think about. I'm going to do a special two-hour-long collective timeline shift. That's what they've told me so far. Obviously, there's going to be more. There always is when I do the Zoom gatherings. They're always, you cannot replicate them. Like, I can't tell you how amazing they are. It's impossible to, to describe with words. So if you feel drawn to it, or if you've kind of thought about it before, this is the one. Like, if you're here, you want to be involved with Galactic Federation. It's a, it's a, an incredible organization that is here to bring light and help with ascension. And they've told me, again, kind of a broad topic of what they would like us to do. I literally feel, I mean, I, I know it's kind of different to proclaim this, but I feel like we're on an assignment. So it's an assignment from the Galactic Federation. We're going to carry out all of us together. Those of us who joined, there's 22 spots that are available. They will fill up, but go ahead and hop on my website, Activations with JJ, or you can just click on the link below. I would love to have you join me if you feel drawn to. So moving on, as we always do, to actually discuss the topic at hand, which is the Galactic Federation. Interestingly enough, um, different channels have a kind of a different name for it. The funny thing is, is that a lot of channels, especially the one that I refer to quite a bit, which is Sal Rochelle, you've heard me talk about him many times. He says that the Galactic Federation does not call themselves Galactic Federation or Galactic Confederation or Galactic Federation of Light or any of those things. That's just our name for them. So first we're going to talk about that label. Then we're going to move into what they are. So basically, again, I'm referring a lot to this book, but I'm also going to channel information. So the book is called Earth Changes and Beyond, Messages from the Founders by Sal Rochelle. I want to make sure I put that in there as we are almost co-creating with him through this. Actually, we're co-creating with the founders through the vibration that he channeled. And I'm extremely grateful. I want to make sure I put that out there. I'm extremely grateful for what he's brought to the planet as far as information goes, especially written information. So this group of souls comprises the largest body of higher density helpers on Earth. There are over 1,000 star systems in this region of your galaxy involved in the Galactic Confederation. The headquarters of the Galactic Confederation is in the Alcyone star system, where the high councils of the Galactic Confederation convene. Keep in mind that they do not call themselves the Galactic Confederation. They simply know themselves as ambassadors of light, in service to the Radiant One, the One and True Creator of all that is, the Alcyon High Councils are comprised of ninth density beings that oversee the various factions of the Galactic Confederation and determine their missions and duties. Interestingly enough, the founders in this book, and that's kind of the end of that quote that I just read, by the way, they make sure to let us know that it's not a hierarchical organization. So when we see the things de depicted on movies, most of the time, it feels somewhat hierarchical, very similar to like what we would say the United Nations is. But I mean, I guess the United Nations isn't also super hierarchical. I feel like that energy is kind of like a little teeny bit like what the Galactic Federation could be. We have to have some kind of ref reference, right? That somebody was drawn to do that organization. I mean, 
We're not going to go into what they're for or what their agendas are. I don't want to go down that path. But I'm just saying, like, if we don't have hope that there's something on earth that they could work with, then (laughs) we're not going to believe that we can do this ascension and we can do this new earth together. So it's, it's not hierarchical. There is a channeled message I... Gosh, it's been a while since I channeled it. I can't even tell you the date. But they said that exact same thing. They're like, we don't have a hierarchy like you understand, like you think, you know, there exists on your planet. It just doesn't. So essentially, there are just different groups within the Galactic Confederation who have different purposes and duties. They use these organizations to kind of delineate what it is they're responsible for. Now, last week on the energy update, I channeled the Great White Brotherhood, which again, I mentioned is not white nor comprised of masculine souls. That's kind of a funny thing about the name, but that's one of them. That's one of these smaller organizations within the Galactic Confederation. And again, these are the names we've given them from our planet. This is not what they call themselves. Here are some other ones. The Ashtar Command which is very, very well known. I know a lot of you know about the Ashtar Command. It's a small group of souls working with Earth and a few other planets, mostly sixth and seventh density. Then there's a group formerly called Solar Cross that was originally comprised of both Great White Brotherhood and Ashtar Command members. You also have the Andromedan Councils that are affiliated with the Galactic Confederation and have some overlapping responsibilities. They range from 7th to 9th density. You have the High Councils of Draco, mostly 7th density. This is something interesting that the book says is that they recently joined the Galactic Confederation because they had embraced enough light to be in harmony with the Galactic Confederation principles of love and service. And as a side note, that is exactly where our planet is. Our planet is in the midst of embracing enough light. We've hit critical mass. We are going to slowly be incorporated more into the Galactic Confederation. Lots of us here on the planet are setting the intention to receive help from the Galactic Confederation, and they honor free will. So the inter- the law of non-interference can be kind of waived because we are exercising our free will to invite the help. They're not interfering without being asked. I know a lot of us are working with them. You can look it up on YouTube. So many people are involved with them. Look on social media. There are so many different individuals who are now drawn to the Galactic Confederation. Again, if you're listening to this, you're probably one of them. There's probably more that you want to do. And I'm excited to work with you because this year, I feel a very strong pull to continue to work with them, most likely on a monthly basis. So I'll keep you posted on that. Moving on to what Sal Rochelle mentions in the book, there are other organizations such as the High Councils of the Pleiades, ambassadors from Antares, certain members from Alpha Centauri, and the Tau Cetians. Now, I'm going to pause right here. If you're getting confused by all these names, just remember, this is just a basic overview. There's lots of research you can do. This is just the tip of the iceberg. You are getting a foundation so that your guys can tell you which ones you're connected to. This is just like when I did the DNA reading for people. It's like I felt like I was just introducing them, just opening a door for them to explore more. Speaking of, you know, reading DNA in different races, as part of the Galactic Confederation, and this is a group you, you guys know I work with a lot. 
we have the Arcturians, and they actually range from 5th to ninth density. In my mind, as I'm kind of channeling here, uh, the reason why they range in density is because there are different planes of existence that they that they have, different Arcturians. They're not a different race, but they're maybe just more advanced. If you, want, if you think about it, honestly, since there's no such thing as time, you wonder, you, you would have to think that the Galactic Confederation, there are people from past, present, and future in our mind. Wow. Like, so are there Lemurians on it in Atlanteans? That'd be interesting to think about. People that we would consider to be old, you know, past ancient history. They're on the Galactic Confederation because there's no such thing as time. Anyway, something to think about. So you also have, this is something that came up in a session with somebody one-on-one. This particular person felt very drawn to the angelic orders, but they were also drawn, drawn to the Galactic Confederation. And I didn't realize it until I read this. And I said, well, just go with it. Just go with your gut instinct. Like if you feel drawn to the Galactic Confederation, even though you think like maybe the angels don't have anything to do with it, then just go for it, like be involved. However, I read this after the fact and I was like, well, yeah, that's why. It says, you have the angelic orders of Elohim and Metatron that are seventh and eighth density. I've worked with both Elohim and Metatron. Love the energy. Um, There's just so much they have to bring to the table. You also have the orders of Enoch and Melchizedek that range from seventh to ninth densities. You have angels and archangels. You have the order of Isis. So for those of you who are connected to Isis, there you go. There's an actual order of Isis for the Galactic Confederation which are affiliated with the high councils of Sirius A and B. I also know that a lot of the Egyptian energy is affiliated with Lyran, and I believe there are definitely Lyran individuals on the Galactic Confederation. So these ones that are um, of the order of Isis are eighth density souls and represent the best and brightest of the Syrians. You then have the order of Toth, which are seventh density Pleiadians. Overseeing the Galactic Confederation's earthly units is Lord Sananda. I've also channeled Lord Sananda, an eighth density being of light that is an oversoul to the one you know as Jesus Christ. You also have the Buddha soul complex, known as Maitreya, many of you have heard of Maitreya, who are eighth density ascended masters. Not to be confused with various imposters using that name. There's a lot of people that have come up and said, I'm, I'm Maitreya. You can look it up on the internet. I won't go down that rabbit hole. (laughs) You have the seven well-known archangels, um, you know, Michael and Ariel and some of the ones I've channeled, Jophiel, who are eighth density beings of light. You also have the great yogi masters, including Babaji, a ninth density being of light. For those of you who are also channels or light workers, I know a lot of you, these names are resonating with you and connecting with you because you've worked with them before. And as I said before, The Galactic Confederation has the purpose and is kind of the theme for it is to be connected to light and in service to the Radiant One or light or source. And all of these ones that I have named are. In the book, the the Sal Rochelle book, he mentions, and I've said this before, there are two types of beings. There's kind of like categories. This is just a like a one sort of way to delineate who's who service to self densities or service to self races they're not necessarily races but groups that are service to self which he calls sts 
and groups that are STO, service to others. Service to others is higher density, more connected to the light. And the service to self seems to be more the warring type things. As you know, on my podcast, I focus on STO beings, service to others beings, beings that are very connected to the light. As I set that intention, that everything I bring through, every activation that I bring through is for our greatest and highest good and for the greatest and highest good of the collective. Intention is extremely powerful, extremely powerful. So I feel I know it feels like a fire hose. This is kind of like the last episode where you're just kind of, whoa, this is a lot. I'm gonna move on for just a little bit longer and kind of wrap this up. So above the Galactic Confederation, because as you know, all things, all things keep going. These patterns continue for infinity, infinity. You have the 10th density group soul complexes of the central sun of the galaxy, the 11th density group soul complexes of the great central sun of this universe, and the 12th density group soul complexes that are able to travel to alternate universes. They're the ones known as the creator gods. And the founders, the ones that Sal Rochelle channels, they say, we, one aspect of their consciousness coming through this channel, are part of that 12th density energy and frequency. Okay? So this the book that I have does not talk a lot about that particular group, the, the soul complexes. Part of it is because those realms are extremely difficult for them to convey information about through our language. A lot of times I feel like that's why light language comes in because there's so much energy and a vibration. It would overload our mind. If you think this is an overload, <laughs> going into soul complexes and talking about higher 11th, 12th density is even more. My personal experience with that high of a density I've gotten used to it and I've been able to channel it a little bit easier. But I remember one of the very first times I channeled this energy that was extremely high density. I felt like I was channeling through peanut butter. It just felt like this thick, thick energy. And I was talking so slow. I was channeling with a friend and you know, we were just on the phone and I was channeling with her. And I remember just going so talking so slow, like I felt like I was going to fall asleep. The energy was so heavy and so weight weighted onto me. Anyway, that's kind of my experience with those higher densities. I've since gotten better at it. I do believe you can kind of develop muscles with it. So that's one little observation that I have personal experience with. So one of the reasons why Sal Rochelle channeled this information and the founders say, our purpose in giving you this overview of the Galactic Confederation is to help you understand what you and your planet are going through and to assist you in your awakening process. The names of entities are of limited value, whereas the energy signatures, as this channel calls them, are of greater use. Every being in the universe has a unique vibration, and it is to your advantage to learn how to recognize the individuals and groups mentioned above. They are here to help. They love you. They cherish you. That's where I'm going to close out this episode, but with my own kind of personal information for you here at the end. I 100% agree with what the book states about how much these beings love us. Every single time I've connected someone with their starseed family, 
And also, I just want to let you know, even if you're not like technically the DNA of one of these races, or you don't feel like you're part of their family, like DNA, you can still connect with them and they can give so much love. We had the most incredible soul family gathering on the 1212 portal. There was, and I, I think it was the Pleiadians um, that we channeled, and they brought through the most just, I can't, indescribable feeling of love for each person in the gathering. They literally brought through a guide or um, sort of a counterpart for every single person there and were performing healing work on each person. I literally could count it. I felt like it wasn't like they just gave us one one representative from the Pleiadians. They gave us one for each person. They are waiting. All we had to do was ask. All we had to do was ask. And for those of you who participate in that, you know how incredible it was. And I do plan on doing more Pleiadian. Pleiadians bring through the love so strongly, and I feel really connected to them as well. But I think the main point I want to bring out is two things. One, if you feel connected to them, I feel like there's a little bit of programming we have regarding alien races. I talked about this in the last episode. I want you to know that if you set the intention that you are going to connect with beings that are service to others and that are very close to source and light, that you will have incredible experiences. There's lots of talk out there about negative aliens and interdimensionals that are doing sort of low vibration things and undermining things here on the planet. I stay away from that because that's not my role on this planet to bring through that energy. My role is to bring through the light and the love that the Galactic Confederation has to offer us. When I think about it, it makes me a little bit emotional because I can sense it. And I really challenge you to kind of sit in that energy for a moment. Open yourself up. And even in me just holding space for you right now, opening up your heart to all of these, this just countless beings that are on your side, that are sending you love and light. And all you have to do is ask and they'll, and they'll send it. They'll send it to you. Again, just thank you for being here on this episode, waiting for this whole long episode of all this information and not being too overwhelmed with the fire hose of information and co-creating this knowledge that we're bringing through on the planet that needs to be spread far and wide as we ascend. As always, the divinity within me honors the divinity within you. Namaste.